Welcome back to another episode of Sweetness and Light featuring me, Eric Mark, and me, Justin, a.k.a. Justy Proust. Eric, how are you today, dude? You know, I'm pretty good, thanks. It's been an interesting time. As, as you know, my my episode of To Tell the Truth on ABC uh, just debuted the other day, so getting a lot of uh, people talking about that. Um, you know, I guess the, the question is for our, our listeners, am I or am I not a breakup coach? That is the question of the day for sure. And if you haven't seen it yet, there's two ways you can watch it that we know of. So one is, you know, go back to ABC. They have it on there and Hulu. So I watched it on Hulu. It's currently there. And my understanding is it stays up for about three weeks. So please definitely take advantage of it. Yeah, it was a fun episode, fun shoot. And, you know, we shot it during, uh, well, still COVID times. And uh, so, it was, you know, socially distanced and masked. However, the talent, uh, that is the, the on-camera talent, we actually didn't wear masks backstage. We wore shields so it wouldn't mess up our uh, makeup and everything, of course. Well, I got to tell you, there was um, one part that I love about the show. I won't give anything away, but I will say that there is a mother involved, and she's probably the best character of the show. Well, I can say, I mean, that's that's part of the part of the show. So, I mean, for you know, for our 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 historically minded um, listeners, we know that uh, to, you know, to, to tell the truth. Uh, started in 1956, way back on CBS, and then you know ran for a decade, a, a classic hit, hit show back then, and then actually became one of the biggest uh, syndicated shows after that in the late 60s and early 70s. So it was an early uh, syndicated game show and did extraordinarily well. I mean, a huge amounts of people used to watch. And the current incarnation hosted by Anthony Anderson and one of the um, with a celebrity panel. And as Justy says, one of one of the, the, the prominent features of the new version is uh, is, uh, yeah, Anthony's mom is on is 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 a fixture of the show. And they have uh, oh. discourse between them. That is and and she with everybody. And uh, and just, uh, you know, again, not a spoiler, but uh, the, the three celebrity uh, panelists, there's usually four, but three during COVID times um you know vote on which person they think is the real person uh mama gets a vote too it doesn't count but in 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 it doesn't count the scoring but in some ways her vote's the most important so tune in watch what happens find out if i'm a breakup coach or not and uh you know if i am we might do a breakup coach segment in the future absolutely and more importantly you get to find out exactly what a breakup coach does because that was something that i wasn't sure of and that was kind of fun to learn yeah, yeah. And given that I may be a breakup coach and I'm your partner, it's surprising you didn't know, but um, but now you do. Well, you know, sometimes a little mysteriousness. Well, I do keep some things close to the best. It's uh, absolutely as, as you people, don't, you know, people, you guys think, you know, after, uh, you know, uh, uh, over 150 episodes, everything about Justy, there's more about him you don't know than you do know. So, Speaking of what you may and may not know, I'm going to take that little bit right there and dive into something that I think that the audience will definitely appreciate today. So my daughter yesterday came home from a friend's house. Um, she had volleyball practice and she comes home afterwards and goes, Dad, why would you wax your butt hair? Um, and did she mean your or one's? Well, she was implying me. She looked at me and was like, why? Do you, and mm. I'm like, what? And so long story short, she was at a friend's house and uh -huh. her mother and her grandmother and their daughter were all waxing their upper lip. Okay. Hmm. So already off to a great start. I'm not going to drop names on who they were because I don't want to embarrass them. But anyways, she was over there and Bailey asks, so where else do you wax, you know, whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. And I guess the mom accidentally said, well, I bet your dad waxes his butt. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. Now she she said that knowing that it's you, of course. I mean, she wouldn't say that about other fathers in the neighborhood. Oh, know. absolutely, a hundred percent. And so. The best part was I contacted her. I reached out, DM'd her after that. And I'm like, you bastard, like poor Bailey thinks that I went. And so this whole time, it's been two days now. And Bailey keeps asking, so dad, why do you wax your butt? <laughs> I keep telling her I don't wax my butt. But but that's what you would say anyway. Yes, that's true. It's an ambiguous answer that could lead to something else. You're right. Maybe that's I interesting. Do. This could be to tell a lie right here. Yes. Or the, or the truth. Or the truth, yes. Yeah, interesting. That that could that could be a segment. That could be like you know which of these ones. Um, yeah, there were some fa fabulous segments. There was a uh, on my episode. There was a a, a peanut artist, um, interesting and unusual, and uh, a blues musician who really surprised everyone who I wa saw the show with in different uh, socially distanced masked uh, uh, viewing parties, and then uh, a, a a bug baker, which. Um, which caused consternation amongst all the panel. Like uh, Carolyn Ray would absolutely not eat the the bug, the, you know, the bug cookie. Um, but as as Justy will tell you, that's the way of the future. I mean, you know, I mean, insects. Assuming people don't go to completely veggie types of uh, diets, and, and we want protein and everything, the, the by far the most compact, nutrient dense, cheapest protein is is insects, right? And environmentally friendly. Yeah, and in this case, they all they they all claimed to be using crickets and crickets exclusively, which I guess is is sort of pretty trendy right now. Like, I mean, as far as far as bug meal goes, people are using. Now, we know in different parts of the world, people eat all kinds of bugs regularly. But um, and I guess you've tried them in different places. Yeah, scorpion. Well, scorpions aren't bugs, but I mean, um, beetles, ants, grasshoppers, all you know, all all things that, that you you've tried right in 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 your travels. I have actually tried chocolate-covered ants, and this was weird. It was in Belgium. I did try them there, and they were fantastic. And I guess you know, you know, by the way, the Belgians are known for their chocolate, not so much for their insect eating. But okay. Well, it was. It happened to be at a chocolate venue, and they had it there. Chocolatier. Chocolatier, exactly. I'll let you speak the French part. And it was the funny part to me was that they tell you how they do it. They pan fry or they air fry. Sorry. The, the ants to get that nice puffy texture to them. And I'll tell you that when you bite them, they do make that sound. So, so you enjoyed it? I, uh, I, to be honest with you, you don't really taste it with all the chocolate. So I couldn't tell you what they taste like, but I didn't mind it at all. Absolutely not. No. Interesting. So, because, you know, I mean, you know, I, I think there's cultures in Asia and Africa where they eat a lot more insects regularly and traditionally have, and maybe yeah. South America, right? And, um, they're they're known for the insects, and I imagine adding chocolate would be sort of the novelty. Whereas Belgium's almost the opposite. I would have thought, you know, they're known for their chocolate, and they're like a batch got infested with ants, and like, oh, what should we, we should toss it. We will serve it to our American customers. <laughs> and the British, oh, sir, you would you would like to try our house specialty? Yeah, sure. I've heard about your great chocolates. No, no, our chocolate covered. What are these ants? How do you how do you say it in your country? Uh, ants, yes. Ah, uh, for, for me, the uh, the ants, the ants, the ants. Yes, we are known for this. Now we are. <laughs> well, that could have easily been the case, and I'll tell you right now, I fell in love with it, and I would do it again in a heartbeat. But like, I know Mark Cuban's a big investor in one of these, you know, cricket kind of protein um, bars. My thing is, I'm willing to try it and go it. I'm just afraid it's going to be like going to Mexico and they, you know, substitute like dog meat for 
something else, and that's what I'm afraid of. So you may be thinking you're getting cricket, but you're really getting cockroach. Like, I'm just afraid of that stuff. Is, that, is cockroach worse than cricket? I mean, you know, Mentally. yes, because okay, crickets, crickets are, you know, okay. I mean, we have a, we're endeared to them because of Jiminy Cricket and stuff. And in fact, w during that segment, one of the celebrities does, it does say, don't you feel bad wrecking, wrecking Pinocchio's? And, uh, and, 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 and one of the contestants or one of the, uh, I won't say whether it's the host, the hero or the imposter is quite consternated that she's implying that she's wrecking Pinocchio's best friend because of that. Um, but, uh, but, but, you know, I mean, etymologically, and I'm not an expert, but it, just thinking about their body, you know, geography and, uh, um, wouldn't you say crickets and, and cockroaches seem more similar than, than other, some insects? They seem more similar than dissimilar, but just like the stereotype of a cockroach coming out of a sewer or something gross like that, just mentally it can't get past. That's all. You know, you know who else comes out of sewers often? House cats. Like if you send your cats out, like, you know, you what? know, they've done. Oh, okay. So one, you know, there's been a movement for the last decade or more to, 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 I mean, there's always been a movement, but the last decade or more it's picked up steam. Don't, don't let house cats out. Like, just like dogs, keep them in the home and, and walk them if you need to walk them. Yes. But, um, Partly because they're responsible for billions of birds being killed every year. You know, I mean, they're predators and they, uh, you know, they, uh, they kill. So, you know, all of these migrating birds, we, we, wind farms these days are, are an issue, but traditionally tall buildings, all the glass has been bad for them. And, uh, and house cats are terrible, you know, you know, buildings responsible for hundreds of millions, if not billions of bird deaths every year and, uh, and house cats as well. And they attack, like, you know, National Geographic has those critter cams they attach to animals in the wild. And, uh, you know, they, they do specials. They've done that to, uh, to cats as well. And what they found is almost all cats do a few kills, you know, during the night. Um, they wander all, you know, they go all over the place. They're stalking all these animals, uh, you know, whether it's birds, whether it's mice, whether it's other small, you know, small mammals. Yeah. Uh, and the reason I brought it up, though, and they're descending into the sewers all the time and walking around in the dark and checking stuff out. And like, that's where they're finding rats and things and, uh, and then coming out. So, so your cat, when she comes home in the morning and rubs up against you is likely covered in the remnants of raw sewage. I mean, you're, I know you like putting down the toilet seat cover because you don't want all that fecal matter floating around on your toothbrush in the bathroom. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, this, this is, this is that by much worse. This is, this has been someone who's been strolling in sewage and then bringing it back to you. It sounds a lot like my brother, actually. But what well, I was you guys rub up, but you don't rub up against your brother as much. Well, I'm not. I should take that back. Yeah. It's, Sorry, yeah, assumptions. Assumptions. Sorry. <laughs> no, we'll see. We have a cat, a neighbor next door that has a cat, and actually got eaten two weeks ago by an opossum. And like the cat got eaten, like eviscerated. We came out in the morning. I was running, and I looked out, and it was just like it was fur everywhere. And the only thing we have here, because all the coyotes have been pushed out, but we have, I guess, opossums are really territorial and aggressive. And it, you could just, I mean, it shredded this cat. This cat was just a puffball. It was so gross. And they were like, you could see where it dragged pieces of it. It was so gross. <laughs> now, so what's the story? Like, we, we, we think opossums as being so slow and well, cats as being pretty quick. Yeah, but if you if you've ever seen an opossum, like especially it, at night, they're yeah. very agile, very fast, and they eat bugs primarily. They're great to have around your place because they eat all the stuff you don't want. And so they're like, 
they see a cat and they go, oh, that's a mighty big bug. Whoa. Yes. I will go get that big furry bug with the collar around it. <laughs> Doesn't look like a bug, but it tastes but, so good. Yes. Wow. Well, that's that's a, okay. Well, that's sort of the opposite of what we're talking about. No, but I think it's a good way to keep the cats off the street is what I'm saying. So if you let your cat out. But, maybe- you know, there, there's also tens of millions of feral cats in the U.S., and those are hard to get, and, and they're doing a lot of uh, a lot of eating. Like stray cats in the cities? Yeah, yeah. I mean, house cats that have, you know, been escaped or set free over the over the centuries and have multiplied because uh, because they, they do very well in the wild and because people are not neutering and spaying their pets. As they should be. Well, I can say that just having been on a game show and Bob Barker having been one of the most prominent uh, proponents of of neutering and spaying now i have to ask because well i've always wondered about the mike he's the only guy that had the four foot weird long really well in latter days i mean in the 70s everyone did but he i mean like yeah never migrated away and i've always wondered why it's very interesting to me you know why no because he's bob barker and he's cool (laughs) is that do you think that's really why absolutely all right, all right, all right. I mean, Bob was pretty cool. Like, I mean, you know, I give it to you. He's cool. Yeah, Alex Trebek. You know, it's, it, it was iconic with with uh, you know with, with with Jeopardy, of course. And then they had the crazy scandals this week with that show, or the end of last week. And then um, Bob obviously was at least as iconic with uh, with The Price Is Right, you know, and and, and did that for decades and uh, um, and kept the kept the long narrow mic. But I mean, way back in the day, you know all those classic 70s games like all those guys match game dating game all of those guys stood, stood around with the crazy long narrow mic with the little little thing at the at the end yeah yeah it's a weird it's a it's a very weird mic if you've ever held have you ever held one no so i held one one time we were behind set um and actually had one on the fraser show they were doing a an episode really? of me. and and grammar's like that's that's not my mic <laughs> no, Kelsey Grammer, I'm sure, was like, where can I stick this? Yes. Or he's like, Jane that's Levy, not my He's like, Justin, that's not my mic, and I appreciate it. <laughs> have, I told you about, have I told you about felching? Oh. You, you know that, um, yeah, your girl Kirstie Alley, I guess she said, uh, you know, when they were both on Cheers, uh, Kelsey was always uh, shocking her with his, his and, and he's the one who introduced her to the, even the, the notion of felching. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and uh, she was quite repulsed by by a lot of his uh, his 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 peccadillos. Well, I was going to say between him and Woody Harrelson, I see that there could be just an ongoing, just discussion of weirdness. I get the feeling, you know, and I and I love all these guys, but I get the feeling John Ratzenberger could have uh, could could contribute some some <laughs> some some funny dirty talk. I think they all could. Shelley Long even back then. But I will tell you that just their characters, the way they're played out, those two in particular stand out. A Ted Danson, possibly. I'll go with you. But um, those two in particular just seem like the guys that go backstage and, you know, play all the pranks and do all the crazy crap. Well, yeah, Kelsey is pretty notorious for all, of, you know, all, all of his antics and, and his uh, his peccadillos, as you like to say. Well, I gotta say, that's the second time you dropped that word. And for those that don't know, um, that word plays into, I'm not giving anything away, but that plays into Eric's spot on the show. And for those that don't know, that's also our word of the day. 
Yeah, which is a new segment we've introduced. Actually, it's not that new. We've always had a word of the day. You just haven't realized it. So go back into episodes and re- and, and pick out the word that you think is the word of the day and uh, and hit us up on on the Facebook. Um, it's a little bit like uh, like in, in in Psych, one of one of this show's favorite shows, as you know, uh, where um, there's a pineapple in almost every episode. Sometimes obvious, sometimes completely, and not always a real plant. Sometimes like a pineapple doorbell uh, ornament, sometimes like a, a pineapple sticker, but there's always a pineapple in every episode. So, in fact, there, well, I'm not going to say this. I, I was going to give give people a, a chance, a, a, a pineapple cheat, um, but I'm not going to. You, you should just go back and watch all the episodes because they're obviously all worth watching. And, um, and find the pineapples for yourself. But yeah, if you'd like to listen to the you know our our catalog of over 150 episodes of Sweetness and Light, and you'd like to pick out the uh, the word of the day and uh, tell uh, tell us prizes to the first three people to come up with every word of the day from every episode, and how much you drank at each one. Yeah, and um, you know what? On top of the the the, the main prize, uh, a pre-recorded message from Justin's father, who was in episode one. That that's worth its weight in gold. Now I will tell you. Speaking of funny prizes, I was watching TikTok the other day. I was watching a live, and it was hilarious. There was this woman that was on and goes, "You have thirty days to." She was something you had to submit to her. I think it thirty was days your, and thirty nights. I think so. Maybe twenty nine days, thirty nights, something like that. Okay. Ooh. Crazy. Midnight to midnight. The way it's supposed to be done, my friend. And she said, listen, don't forget, there's a dollar prize at the end of this. <laughs> and I'm like, hang on a second. Is that, are we really that bad that you're going to give all this information away for a dollar? So I thought that was kind of funny. Well, that's like whenever, you know, whenever I try to coerce someone into doing something they're disinclined to do, I, I, I always start by offering them, a, you know, a buck and a quarter. Or if I'm feeling uh, generous, maybe a buck 75. Yeah. If you would go do that, um, a buck seventy-five waiting for you when you get back in cash. Well, or Venmo that I'll give you cash or barter or barter. <laughs> yeah, you get a buck seventy-five in, in in my services. I feel like I'm talking to my youngest son now. This is great. Yes. So your kids, okay. So you got a bartering kid. You've got a kid who's obsessed with your butthole. Um, I mean, you're teaching them well. You're teaching them well. When next time you wax, oh, and by the way, when she when she thinks you're you're waxing your butthole, does she think that you're removing hair, or does she think you're making like a like a mustachio, like you're waxing it like like you know like 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 a a eighteen hundreds French detective with 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 a waxed mustache or old school bartender, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. or barbershop quartet guy. Nailed it. Um, is that is that? I haven't. I'm not going to have that discussion with her, but I'm assuming because of her age, she assumed it's the ripping of the hair off and based on her friends that did it um, doing. Although when you contact this mother again, you should suggest, look, I I hear you're waxing your mustache. I hope when you do, I hope when you say you're doing that, you're making it into a little handlebar mustache. And not only are you doing that, but it doesn't show. Or it does, but it's elegant. You know, I can't pull off a mustache, but you sure can. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. I mean, why not embrace it? In fact, 
now that I think about it, bearded women in the circus, uh, when you see them on the posters and stuff, you know, and the vintage posters that uh, that that some people collect, um, they they usually do have like that kind of mustache, right? Like a thin one with curly curliness at the at, at either end. All right, bringing it, tying it all together, call up these mothers or have Bailey go over and say that my dad offered you guys a buck seventy five each if you would grow out your mustaches and wax them into like like bearded lady kind of mustaches. I'm in, Eric. I'm in. Okay. Now I feel like we've accomplished something on this show. Well, I feel like it's brought it to a natural conclusion, right? I think this is this is the zenith of the show. Eric, as always, thank you to you, to our audience. Everyone have a great day. Thank you. Justy, and by the way, last thing for the audience, uh, the last contest, we recorded in a completely different fashion today um, on a different platform uh, and uh, using different uh, different equipment. So let us know what you think. Let us know uh, if you can hear the difference and let us let us know what the configuration we used today was. Prizes for everyone. Possibly a uh, joint message from uh, Justy's divorced parents. Bye. Yeah.